thank you for taking a, a few minutes, and I, I pray that uh, you're having a, a wonderful holiday season and uh, are looking forward uh, to the enjoyment of Christmas and celebration of uh, uh, the coming and, and the work of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you've got a Bible, we're continuing this journey uh, through uh, really brief passages from the Old Testament that we believe uh, portray and picture uh, the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, if you'd open that Bible to Exodus 32, uh, we're going to read beginning uh, in uh, uh, verse 10, and uh, uh, we're going to see here that uh, uh, picture of Jesus Christ as the, the great intercessor uh, for his people. As we see uh, after this colossal collapse, uh, this gross rebellion of the people of God uh, with their uh, uh, forming this golden calf there at the foot of Sinai, uh, that God is ready to, to destroy this people. And we find that, that Moses, again, stands between the people and God uh, and intercedes for them. And, of course, we can see uh, in his words and his actions, uh, again, a beautiful picture of what Christ will do for his people. And so let's uh, back up and begin our reading in verse 7 of Exodus 32. And the Lord said to Moses, Go down, for your people whom you brought out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way that I commanded them. They have made for themselves a golden calf and have worshipped it and sacrificed to it and said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Now therefore let me alone that my wrath may burn hot against them and I may consume them in order that I may make a great nation of you. But Moses implored the Lord his God and said, O Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say with evil intent did he bring them out to kill them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from your burning anger and relent from this disaster against your people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants to whom you swore by your own self and said to them, I will multiply your offspring as the stars of the heaven. And all this land that I have promised, and I will give to your offspring, and they shall inherit forever. And the Lord relented from the disaster that he had spoken of, bringing on his people. And so uh, Moses pleads uh, before God, uh, reminds him of his, of his oath, of his promise made to the patriarchs, and that, uh, uh, that God... Uh, should uh, should relent, and in his humility, doesn't even uh, take advantage of the offer to be the, the start of this great nation that God uh, would build. And and so, uh, as we'll find later in the book of Deuteronomy, God's promise: I, I'm going to raise up a prophet that is uh, that's similar uh, to this great man Moses. And so we see here that in uh, one particular way. Uh, that uh, Moses uh, goes as, in a sense, the high priest, interceding uh, for uh, his people, even though he's not the high priest. He is of the tribe of Levi. And so uh, uh, he intercedes uh, for uh, the people, and we know that, that Christ interceded uh, for us, and we can think about uh, his high priestly prayer 
in John 17. We can think uh, about his prayer on the, pro the cross. Father, forgive them, for they know what, not what they do. But we also know that he is continuing to intercede for us. As after having made atonement for our sin, he sat down at the right hand of the Father, again, to be our, our faithful and effective and eternal high priest. And so here, again, we see a wonderful picture of our Lord Jesus Christ here in the pages of the Old Testament in the person of Moses. And so I pray that uh, God blesses your day, and I'll look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.